0: Okay, we're back. Constantly varied, and I tell you what, uh, James, you know something? We recorded podcast yesterday. I was saying to you before we recorded. I feel like my talking machine is broken
1: we're not we got worse at podcasting <laughs> we got worse
0: like i could see you looking at yourself and me looking at me going who are you yeah, what are you going what on? is going on here we were so terrible i went home
1: yesterday and jill was like well how was your first day back and i was like well it started great my coaching actually went quite good because normally i'm bad after a break so that was great and then we podcasted and i forgot <laughs> she's like what do you mean and i was like oh, i just like i didn't ask great questions i didn't have great answers for things i just couldn't do it so hopefully today goes a bit better yeah, fingers crossed uh i
0: noticed there was commas and full stops littered throughout sentences that shouldn't have any <laughs> it's like not processing not communicating so hopefully we get better today elaine you're here with us you're back
2: i'd love to say Seriously. i'm here to rescue you but i'm absolutely not my brain machine is broken not my talking machine my actual brain machine is is it's terrible and i forgot my breakfast so it's been a terrible day so far so So, hopefully the day gets better so
0: hopefully by the end of this thing we're all fixed yeah and then we are going to talk about getting into 2024 how do we get back on track training how do we get back our lives on track so hopefully this will be a cathartic experience (laughs) for everybody (laughs) let's see um we're also going to get into some recommendations from chris for from Christmas, because everybody's got some time in front of TV or screens, and there might be some good stuff in there. So we get into that as well. We have a new segment to finish with. All very exciting. Let's get into training first. Right. So time to admit or uh, for full disclosure. How's training going the last seven days?
2: Terrible. Seven days. I haven't even seven days twice. I think I've trained. I did the 60 minute Imam, which was amazing. It was so much fun. But at the same time, it made me really happy that we don't do that style of training every day. Like, it was, I won't say, it, it never got boring because it was different because we don't do that style. But I was like, oh, I am not able for this. But it was lots and lots of fun. Um, and I can't really remember what else I did. I wasn't in that much. Yeah, not training-wise, unfortunately. Nice. But lots of walks, lots of time outside. Um, yeah. So tried to keep moving over uh, the, new, the new year.
1: Okay, James,
0: any better?
1: <laughs> no, probably worse. <laughs> I um, I got sick before Christmas, so that was a right-off week. Then the week off Christmas, I didn't really train because I still wasn't flying at 100%. Then we were back in that week between Christmas and New Year, and the day I was working, the Thursday, I did a little bit of training just on my own in between the lunch class and the evening class. And we'd hear this, I did five sets of five rdls with uh, a broad jump into a box jump and then i built up to a hang power clean double at 100 kilos and left it at that and i woke up on friday morning so (laughs) sore (laughs) like hobbling around the house still was like what was wrong with you i was like i think i did too much yesterday (laughs) so that kicked me hard and then i came in did the 60 minute EMOM as well and i went home after that one And I was gray. Jill was like, did you go for it in that workout? Like, you idiot. I was like, no. No. (laughs) Even (laughs) worse. It was just 60 minutes. I was like, I haven't done something that long in, I don't know, because I didn't do the one last year. So it really kicked me, even though it was very manageable. Like, there was never a point where I was like, that was really hard. But just the accumulation of the 60 minutes knocked me. And then I suppose, I wanted to train yesterday, the burpees and the deadlifts. But I forgot we had a meeting booked in for the internship at half 12. So I conveniently missed that. So I am booked in to do lunch class today. So I'm nice. going to... I can't even remember what the work it is. Pull-ups. Pull-ups and front squats. Let's coach it all morning. So back on it today. I'm going to try to train again tomorrow and on Friday. So I'm going to still try to get my three oh. days in this week. Yeah. Do you know what I did actually uh, the other night? I was looking through Whatify I said oh, I wonder how many days I trained last year. It's like it won't be that hard for me to count because it wasn't fucking loads. One hundred. I did one hundred classes last year. And I was like, that's an easy number to beat this year. I think I can beat that. Yeah, that'd be yeah. nice. <laughs> it's a nice target. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a nice target. So but it was a weird how it was such a perfect whole number, wasn't it? Yeah. And I was quite surprised. Yeah, I can beat that. So I'd averaged out as one point nine times a week. but like you go on holiday because you know i do my monday wednesday friday or i did that right so if i go on holidays and i miss a friday it's down to two like if i like because i just did a couple of weekends away last year where i just took the friday off so there's i'm down to two there and then if you go on holidays for two weeks which i did and i got sick a couple of times so it all just dropped way down so this year at least (laughs) 2.1 (laughs) Week. <laughs> per nice. week. Yeah, yeah two two per it's week would be good wouldn't it <laughs> just get over that month. <laughs> so yeah i'd love to do 150 sessions this year i'd love like an extra 50 percent on top but well, i think it's quite manageable yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. there we go very good okay yeah. so uh just as terrible <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's fine. laughs> yeah uh, yeah look i'm I haven't been much better. The week before Christmas, I was thinking, here's my opportunity to get fit. I always use it for that because it's a bit of downtime. Less stuff on the plate. I can get some training in. So the week coming up to Christmas, I did a bit. And then I was like, okay, now I'm ready for a week of it. Trained on Christmas Day. Went up to Dunnir, did a little workout. I did um, work at home on the 27th. Came in and did the class on the 28th. I'm I'm flying. Went home after that. and I was so sick. I was sick from Yeah, You weren't great
1: whenever you did my class that day. There were, I could tell you were a bit off.
0: I was so struggling. And um, my body was very sore after that workout and sick. I was written off until, like, yesterday was my first day. I kind of felt kind of normal again. Did a 14-hour day yesterday. I have another one planned <laughs> today, another one tomorrow. So my plans of this is the year of health and fitness has not started very well from that point of view. But... Um, you know it wasn't true lack of trying so i'm glad about that i was like i was ready to go and do it and i and i got some in I, it feels like when i get back to class if i get back to class in the next two days it's not starting again like uh, i've got some something on board at least um but it's it's a tough time to stay on track right and you got to go and pick off whatever sessions you can uh, just so you don't feel like you're you know starting from scratch again okay so um let's talk about getting ourselves into our training there, so we we touched on it there have you got any strategies for like you got your 150 class yeah i'm just
1: gonna i'm gonna be a bit drastic about it i don't normally do drastic things i try and always and i i I probably talk about this with my people where it's like small changes and the incremental effect of them are very important but i just um i just had a period over christmas where i was eating a lot more beige food like pastas and chips and breads and all that stuff and not a lot of vegetables and i'm big on eating vegetables for health and performance so i'm back on like just completely emptied the cupboards over the weekend there we got rid of everything finished off <laughs> we <laughs> had a lot of it, <laughs> <laughs> I emptied it what i did do was i had you know those guinness nitro surge cans With the little serger on top, like I'm a big fan of them, so I can do the two part pour at home. (coughs) So I finished them. I had I had a lot of them over Christmas. I counted them. Don't want to know. Um. So I got rid of all of them. I hid all the wine. Uh, We have a little wine slot thing, so hid all that. It's all out of the way. And I'm just going like no alcohol, no takeaways apart from Camille over the next month. And I'm just going to force myself to train. Like if I have. An hour during the day, I'm just like gonna go down and do something, even if it's just a bit of movement, a mini version of the class on my own, I'm just gonna I'm all in to get a bit fitter and look after my health a bit better this year. So
0: you're gonna you're gonna extreme, let's fucking get back on hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Lane? What's what's your approach?
2: I am the opposite to that because oh. my uh, my he- my brain machine can't <laughs> handle that this week, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I am part of Jamie's 14 hours days, unfortunately, and my brain yesterday was like, oh, I was just... I had to listen to a bubblegum podcast on the way home to empty my head um, after a tough day uh, of thinking, and I hadn't thought in at least a week, so it was very, very tough <laughs> to be thinking. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> This has, uh, so my focus this week is to get back into training. Uh, As in, just be there in the building, show up and see what happens when I get there. However, my non-negotiable this week is my food. Um, I have to get that back on track. I didn't have three meals a day for about two weeks I didn't have one I had one meal a day and then all the rest was just absolutely not a crap so my goal this week is three meals a day I did the mini food shop yesterday I'm doing the full food shop of the weekend and um, I need to get my nutrition back on track because when I'm not eating uh proper meals I don't have the fuel um for my brain <laughs> and then I definitely don't have the fuel for my training um so this week is get to classes for the rest of the week and um just eat some good food. So a bit of simple, com- simple consistency. I simple. have to keep it simple this week. And then yeah. next week will be attack mode in terms of right. what's your intensity, what's your mindset, mm. going into class, being more focused. But so, this year I'm happy to get there. So week.
0: do you think there's a bit of that? Like, you know, when you're thinking about this week, it's like, I know I don't feel 100%. So you're trying to take pressure off the performance in each Correct. session. Yep. And you're saying, I'll just move my way through it. Yep. So you're kind of predicting next week. i'll I'll feel better about myself and
2: yeah next week i'll be there because i also was sick over christmas Mm. and again didn't get all the sessions in so it's there's no point in putting pressure on myself to fix work life nutrition everything all in one week uh my focus this week is my nutrition that's my non-negotiable and then that'll set me up for next week's training to be much more effective
0: yeah i think it's important to to mention that like first for some people having a base of conditioning is what allows you to train and until you have that base almost like it's it seems too much to get back into it so i just gonna get that base underneath me which means show up and do what i can in the hour and take the pressure off how well i do or anything like that yeah okay deadly i know for me um my nutrition over the last two weeks has been pretty normal i haven't really changed it all that much i didn't like get very excessive on anything it's been like kind of business as usual for me so i'm just going to make sure i continue to do that this week um for my training, like I've got two things going on. I've got the long days this week because I've got so many things going on, and that's gonna fly in the face of part of what my goal is this year of prioritizing it. But right away I see where the difficulty is in that. But when I do get my class this week, for me, it's about throwing myself into it. I'm just gonna I'm not going to be like James with like this narrow. I'm gonna be really regimented. I'm gonna force myself to do everything as hard a pace as I can. I'm not going to be quite the same as you, Elaine. I'm just showing up. There's a bit of me throwing myself into it and that like, let's just go for it. And if I die, I die. I'm not really pressurized about doing well. I'm just like, let's just get myself moving this month. So there's a bit of energy and enthusiasm in that attitude for me that gives me like, let's just surrender to the workout and see what happens.
1: I I like what you said there about that gives you some enthusiasm and energy as well, because that's, exactly why i've gone with this because for me i've just been doing all of this so long that i'm like i'm gonna add some vegetables into my evening meal and do it that way just doesn't excite me anymore i'm like oh i just need a a full shift and then i might find a more even sensible ground by mid-february or whatever it is but i like that i like what you said there
0: yeah i think everybody that's probably the advice is is whatever you need you think to get yourself going like find that right solution this week And hopefully by like mid or the end of next week, you're somewhere completely different than you are today. And that's all we need. Okay. Um, with all that in mind, then with our programming for the next week, let's look ahead and like pick a workout that you like the look of that you can tell people about, get people excited about Elaine, your first, what are you thinking?
2: I am so excited uh, for tomorrow, Thursday, we have shoulder press, Oh yeah, I am very excited. Sorry, because I was I was making sure I was isn't breathing her, at the same isn't time. Listen, her brain machine is broken. But, yeah, my brain machine's broken. My excitement machine's also broken. Uh, so we have shoulder press. So building some overhead strength. We're going three, 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 <laughs> and then we're going singles, heavy singles, four heavy singles. Um, I'm so excited for this because. I'm not going to sweat too much. (laughs) And I'm just going to build that overhead strength. Uh, Last year, my shoulder gave me a lot of uh, trouble. And it's only now I'm confident in kipping again. um, And just building any form of shoulder strength is is what I need. Or upper body Um, overhead. So so I'm looking forward for that one. Let's see this second part. I'm so excited for this. Uh, Max distance ski in five minutes. So if I had to choose one erg for the rest of my life, it would be the ski. I love the ski. Whenever I, I was trying to get a little bit fitter before Christmas. So I did a few extra sessions of just ergs and I, every time it was the ski and I do a one kilometre ski and then do some repeats as well. Um, so I'm very excited for tomorrow. In five minutes, I thought I could get very far but i don't know how yeah, far a, i'm gonna a,
0: get get a five or six k done sure oh
2: definitely That's what I, <laughs> my brain maths earlier i was like yeah i'm gonna do 2k on the ski tomorrow but that's logically not going to happen uh but over a k somewhere over a k i'll be good
0: yeah very good yeah, yeah w- the ski is a weird i don't understand i ski love people.
2: it hips shoulders yeah, yeah. i love it I, and I, d- I can really control my breathing. That's I think that's the biggest thing for me. The rower, I lose power in my legs, and I I allow my breathing to get out of control. The bike, my mind wins there, where it's like, I oh, just stop, just don't bother. Whereas on the ski, I can really stay in control of my uh, cadence, my breathing, my power. So yeah, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, fun session. Yeah, nice, very simple. Like builds some strength and then builds some conditioning. Fitness, yeah, amazing. Right, James, what have you got for us?
1: I have something totally different. (laughs) I'm going Friday this week. It's a 20-minute arm wrap of 12 dumbbell snatches, 10 single-arm devil's press, and 8 burpee over box. That on its own is not that sexy. Here's what I love about it. It's the fact that only rounds completed in 90 seconds count towards your score. So we were talking about this on the podcast where you go at it and try and get the work done in under 90 seconds then you rest so it's not an AMRAP of keep moving for 20 minutes necessarily some people might be able to do that but it's like go fast rest rest till you're ready to go under 90 seconds again and then go again and i just love that element of uh pressure and you Setting everything in those little constraints and going again because that's exactly what I kind of need going into all my training at the minute. So it's just perfect yeah, to get me. I going. think
0: it's a cool little mechanism. People will learn a lot about themselves here. It's yeah. like, when am I actually recovered mm. enough to go and hit that again?
1: We've tested this. Oh man, it, like 90 seconds is tough. Yeah. It is hard. What I like, kind of what you said there, it's all about awareness and knowing where you're at. For me, I'm kind of thinking, can I get to the point where even if i think i'm not ready can i still squeeze another one in in the 90 seconds and like force myself to get all of it done in the time so yeah, i'm excited for
0: that and the game we're playing here is this the person who goes sooner yeah is Win. the person who wins yeah it's all about who's willing to so go it's like a big again. game of chicken it's yeah it's a staring match it's I like who's, who's, who's willing to go yeah, this is me
1: of like all my old school crossfit days of competitiveness and like yeah. just watching other people going remember old fraser and froning that last year, Froning won it at the Games, and oh they're damn. just like looking at each other down the floor. Who's gonna pick up the bar first? It was that open workout the next
0: year where oh. they f- went head so to good. head in the first yeah. week, and it was 15.1, yeah. and it was rep for rep. It was so cool. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, that's a fun one. I, I think that's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, for me, I'm looking at Monday. We've got one of these workouts. We use this structure all the time. We have a 20-minute window to go and practice three things. And we're building, we have very specific purpose to the three elements um odd one this time we have snatch pulls so three snatch pulls then we go to the rings and do eight ring push-ups some variation of that and then we go to a plate and do 30 seconds static hold in the catch position for a jerk so testing these that jerk plate hold if you do it right is really hard because you're trying to work as hard as you can at maximizing every inch of position we can and um, the benefit of doing it with a plate, we've got that narrower grip in the overhead position, which really forces us into a better or a more extreme overhead position. When we go back to a barbell, it feels way better. Um, snatch pulls will be great for position work, technique work, but then also just building overall power in the pull. And then the ring push-ups are extremely difficult. Um, so we've got three really interesting things to work, to cycle through think physically it's going to get more and more difficult to do well but we've got that pressure off in terms of trying to get as many done as you can it's all about quality work and we know that every set you do is going to move you forward and I love that in a workout yeah. something
1: I was just thinking about there with that workout as well I think it's gonna be like cognitively quite hard as well like you have to really concentrate on all three of those moves you can't kind of switch off if you switch off in the snatch pulls the bar will drift away pull you forward If you switch off in the ring push-ups you fall <laughs> and uh, if you switch off and the play overhead hold you know you just end up in that like overextended back position soft elbow duck. Yeah, yeah soft yeah. elbows all that like you have to yeah I think that's going to be physically and cognitively really really so challenging
0: And I'm, I'm going to just for everybody this is one for the coaches the coaches are going to have such a hard day that day in getting everyone ready for that workout like there's so much to cover there's so much like you said cognitive load on everybody so on Monday if you're coming along be nice to your coach <laughs> <laughs> just do what you're told on Tuesday uh, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, every, every day would be nice but especially on this one because they have such a hard challenge when I program I'm like that's a lot for the coach to try and cover well so if you're in that one of their their classes just know that they're under pressure even though they might look like they're cool as a breeze okay Thanks, so okay. that's our um, that's our programming coming up in the next week it's gonna be a lot of fun the open has been announced. I think we'll be doing our first open workout on like the 1st of March. I think that's when it is. That's oh, when it is. Because it gets announced on the 29th. And I was like, does that even exist? But well, it does oh it every few years. Yeah. And <laughs> then, you know, the Friday will be the first. So we have the rest of this month and next month to get ourselves ready. So still plenty of time, but, that's you know.
1: That's a squeaky bum time, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it's time to get fit, yeah, I February guess. February 29th, you're right.
0: Okay, um, let's switch gears here. Let's talk about some events coming up we've got some interesting things coming up this month we have a fundamentals course starting in Dun and in Nace haven't done one of these in like decades it feels like Elaine, do you want to tell us about so it?
2: So excited. So yeah, uh, Dunleer and NACE. So this is for anyone who's thinking of joining um, or starting CrossFit. Um, and you come and join, try our classes. Um, I'll be leading the Dunleer um, intake and Gillian's leading the NACE intake. So it's three times a week uh, for four weeks and we will be going through all of the basic movements, um, nailing down those patterns, You'll be introduced to all the ergs. Myself and Gillian have been having a lot of fun programming this. Um, and just dialing it right back. Um, so, trying to eliminate that fear that anyone might have of joining a CrossFit class. Yes, the free. Um, I got a question into Instagram yesterday asking, should I do a free trial or should I do the fundamentals? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a really good question, and I had to kind of ask a few more questions um, of the lady to find out so the free trial is there for anybody who um might have a bit of experience or no experience at all like all of our classes are coach led this the fundamentals is really for anyone who's maybe a bit scared or has zero gym experience at all or who wants to ease themselves into a crossfit class they don't feel totally ready for it and so this is a great way of learning all of the basics from the start it's a smaller class um, and the focus is definitely on movement and preparing you for um joining process
0: yeah so if you've got one of those friends who says you know they're always threatening to go and try it and you never quite get them to the point where they're saying I'll go down and do a class because there's that last obstacle in the way of I'm not quite sure of myself this could be that easy way in of saying you're gonna be in there with other beginners yeah you're gonna learn some things before you join the class so that when you go and join the class you know what to expect you've got some competence already and you're just in the environment in in a kind of safer place Going to suit some people, so just if anyone ha- knows anybody who you're like, I'd love to get them into some sort of fitness routine, this could be the way in. So, Dunlear yes. and Nase, and it's
2: in a couple of weeks. In it starts the 15th, Monday the on 15th. The 15th. Yeah. And I will say, I know Nace, we both have capacity of 10, max capacity of 10, and they're half full, and we're also half full. Yeah. So, uh, if you're interested, all of the links are on Instagram or just send us an email. Uh, Dunlaire, collective or nice yeah.
0: amazing okay yeah that's gonna be interesting and because I haven't done it in years like uh, when we stopped doing it it was a risk because it was how I always took new people in but then you know, it was like what, do we trust our process that a new person come in and follow along with the coaches co- is coaching everybody else and they can we've we've learned that over the years so um, this is an interesting departure for me i'm like oh it's good to see you coming back but it not being the only way you can join and that's the main thing okay the other thing that's happening then is our internship all three of us are on the internship team
1: plus jose and Jillian.
0: plus jose and yeah. so uh and we've got i think 14 people doing the internship it's uh, it's six months and it's different in style that it's like it's more like a course, a six-month course you're doing rather than the old style, which is you learn a bit and then you work and you shadow and all that. Like This is like a not more intensive learning and
1: practical experience as well. So I can't wait to dive in. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I've been part of all four internships since I started here um, in different capacities. But this one is probably the one I am most excited for because it's so drastically different. But I, I kind of feel like I'm almost thinking ahead going, we probably should have done this the first time and the second time and the third time. It just seems like a much better way to get people closer to being a good coach rather than trying to compress everything into such a short space of time. Because it's stressful for the, people, the interns who were on it. Like it works, but it was just so dense in such a short space of time. And then the same for us whenever we're taking it, trying to make it all work and have a 12-week block that everyone's free all the time is just so much harder than a six-month thing as well
0: yeah i think being able to take those weekend courses that we're going to run and say let's spend some real time with with each other on these topics and get give ourselves lots of chance to practice i think it'll be a a big game changer for members who uh who if you're training here you're going to see interns in for the next six months they're going to be probably a bit more active in the process so taking like two or three minutes of a class or five minutes of a class here and there and they're going to have a very narrow focus for those sessions and they're going to be there with your coach the coach is going to be there along so i guess if um if you think broadly around around what we're trying to do here as a gym we're saying that it's a place for people to come And develop and grow and change into something they're becoming and for these people they're becoming coaches which is such an exciting thing so um, if you're in a class with an intern who's delivering something just understand they're dying inside (laughs) they've spent a whole week preparing what they're doing but they're probably gonna be nervous so I know everyone always does but be patient be encouraging and if they're doing a good job go let them know because they can really help they can really um, uh, take that encouragement and it'll, it can fuel their progress we've got so many ac- amazing coaches on the team who've come through internships already we know it's a really effective process so uh, yeah just to get behind the interns I can't wait to get started what about you Elaine are you looking forward to it
2: I am so excited I'm very nervous as well uh, it's something different for me um, that style of Presenting and uh, you know yeah. taking a, a topic and absolutely ripping it, getting down and down as as, as deep as possible. So I'm really excited. I hope. Um, I know we're we're doing a good job. We've put so much work into it, uh, but I just hope the interns enjoy it and just try and enjoy the process is the most important thing yeah. if you overthink these things um, it, it could destroy your first few weeks so yeah just enjoy it.
0: enjoy it yeah absolutely and I think it's you know this is the whole point of this is like as the coaching team everybody is in trying new things as well so um, I just think that's the most exciting part of being here is everybody changing growing to the next piece um, l- let's get into our main topic of discussion we kind of already like the theme today is the new year and all all that but we're going to take a broader approach to how do we set ourselves up for 2024 like thinking a bit more broadly around goal setting or or if you don't do goal setting have you got a new year's resolution I know they've got um, a bad rep these days and then also there could be like a theme for the year there's lots of ways of approaching going into a new beginning and saying I'm gonna approach it with a new mindset or something in mind. So I'm really looking forward to hearing. Um, have you used the Christmas to give yourself some um some planning? I know, James, we talked about it last year, didn't yeah. we? This time. Yeah,
1: we did a podcast this time last year where we talked about I had like a, a general overarching theme for the year, which was find your edge. I wrote it on the front of my notebook. I wrote it yes. we wrote a blog that was called that and Remember we wrote a blog last year? I remember, yeah. I did fucking loads last year. So many things. So much. But I did, I tried lots of little things last year and big things. And I got sick more than ever last year, which I kind of did get to the end of the year going i really like did i find my edge like did i did i get fitter did i get better coaching did i do this did i do this did i do this and then i was looking when i actually went the whole way back to january and i was looking through the photos on my phone the notes i'd written on my phone notes on my laptop and i was like oh there's fucking loads there actually was so i was actually quite happy with the effort i did put in last year however me being me there is <laughs> always a level of dissatisfaction with that as well so I don't really have like a a very clear theme this year Uh, to summarize it and the simple what i want at the end of 2024 is to be less dissatisfied than at the end of 2023 so i just it probably means the same again and a little bit more so trying more things um put myself out there a little bit more with some stuff and just really seeing what i'm capable of I've never really done well with the setting like this smart goals. Like having something that's really specific and measurable, actionable, repeatable, and ta- tangible. Is that the one? Or has a timeline? Whatever it is. Like we have the whiteboard downstairs now with 2024 goals on it. Amy wrote it up there last night for the guys. And nice. I wrote, I have wrote on it. Yeah. But I'm so like not asked if I get those goals. Because one of them is 140 kilo clean. Which I think I mentioned on the podcast two years ago. I still haven't hit it, but I'm like, I am getting there. Yeah. And I'm, if it happens on the first of January 2025, like I, I'm okay with that. Do you know what I mean? So it just generally, you know, everything that more goal
0: stuck in my head, right? And it's been in my mind, like, because part of my thing is, can the programming I do get James there? Yeah. Right. <laughs> without him knowing that's what I'm trying to do yeah. because I'm trying to do that for everybody can the programming give everyone p- enough progress in every area that whatever your goal is they end up meeting it yeah. it's a really high bar to set 600 and something people doing the work workouts every day everyone has a different goal can I get the programming to a point where if you apply yourself to the programming yeah. you get what you want so you hitting that clean on game day last year yeah. like it was a huge win for me because I'm thinking nice oh yes there it he works is. He's, <laughs> he's, he's proving something for me at yeah. least so uh, you know oh, that's cool it's <laughs> interesting isn't it yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah! Yeah, yeah yeah but that's what everybody i'm looking at everybody saying yeah. are they getting where they want to get to yeah. you know um so so it's more of the same i'm interested to dig in a little bit on the dissatisfaction side yeah because you know multiple things flood into my head when i hear you saying mm. that there could be a reason that you just didn't go as fast as you wanted it. There's one thing. Another thing could be you achieved a lot, but you just keep setting the bar higher so that like the progress you've made is actually the thing that's making you dissatisfied Mm -hmm. because actually the more I do, the more I think I can do, and then I'm gonna push my expectations even higher, which leaves that gap all the time. Hard to know whether it's healthy or unhealthy, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Or is there like this other third thing, which is I just don't, Give myself enough a chance to recognize what's good and um you know there's the mindfulness around yeah. the satisfaction around saying i am chasing but i'm also you know, so does any yeah. of those
1: oh s- yeah they probably all resonate in some shape or fashion the what was that second point you made you were talking the raising the bar all the time that's definitely I know some people might call that a toxic trait but that's definitely something as soon as i hit one thing the goalpost has changed instantly like i'm happy for the briefest shortest amount of time and as i get older that gets shorter and shorter and shorter like it's painful um jill hates that whenever we go home like she's excited about stuff for days and weeks and months she's a birthday week and i'm like once i'm finished my birthday morning i'm over it and it's probably the same for a lot of other things like I hit that 135 clean on game day and by the time we got into a taxi that night to go out I was done and like, then go it's been on Instagram A couple of people have said it to me I watched the video oh that was really good I still haven't hit 140 there was that little thing there's also an element of I suppose of all the things I did try and do or start last year or play with or worked on in general I either like we started a blog at one point. Yeah. We stopped. We did, yeah. So there's a level of dissatisfaction there where I was like, oh, it's just like a, a commitment thing of going through. Because one of the things I love about the podcast is this is constantly varied, number 32. We do a training diaries pretty much every day. It's like, one, even when we're shit at it, like we were yesterday, I'm like, yeah, but we fucking did it. We did it, And yeah. we keep doing it, and we keep doing it, and we keep doing it. So I have a big level of satisfaction with that. Also dissatisfied that we have days of, that wasn't very good. So I'm always struggling with that. The same with my coaching. I definitely got better again last year. I tried more things last year. I really narrowed in on my communication. I think I got a lot better at that. But then I I looked at some of the things I was preparing for my classes at one stage of the year. I got very creative. And then I completely let that dissolve. Whereas I'm gonna get so good at communicating and demoing and doing these things that I don't need to be creative. I was like, oh, look, I've, I'm yeah. dissatisfied with my classes because why can't I bring both in all the time? Mm-hmm. So there's just, there, there's levels to all of it, but I'm like, I suppose part of me, not even that deep down, like really close to the surface, doesn't really want to be that satisfied with it all yeah. either. And I'm that, like and do you know something, there's, there's that, that's the little
0: bit that this whole discussion is so difficult mm-hmm. because it gets to the heart of the whole process for us. I, you know, I did some writing over Christmas, right? Nice. I, and I, I was doing a piece on the core values. I've been really re-examining them. Yeah. And I'm really asking, are they still core to what we do? Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I think it's really important that we don't just continue doing what we've always done. Have a hard look and say, is this really still useful for us? And I did some reframing of one or two of them to see, like, it might be the same thing but it might mean something slightly different so i was writing something on the hungry piece and the hungry piece has kind of becomes a caricature of just working really hard all the time and i'm like that that's a very flat thing and we can work stupid and we can work too much and we can like it doesn't say it enough and um i kind of arrived at some sort of version of saying like you know we are who we are right now but then there's this also this version of us that we know we're becoming it's some other version we want to be that's the the essence of the work we do inside the gym we're always becoming something and the hunger is all about the willing to maintain effort levels maintain focus when there's lots of distractions and it's about proactively saying i'm going to go through the discomfort of not having the thing that i want and and confronting the gap within me or in my life that is difficult to close. And like that work is, I think, the most important, or most meaningful work that we do. And whether we get to the thing or not is almost irrelevant. It's once we're doing the work is the thing because that process is the growth. So I think, so then I'm, I'm thinking, so I wanna live in that gap then, but living in a gap of dissatisfaction is very, very difficult. And it's not very healthy, I don't think. So can we also then have this counterpoint to that saying, I'm going to live in that, traversing that gap, I'm going to live in that process, while also saying, well, can I be satisfied with that? And can I, you know, it's a very difficult thing to parse in my mind. So that's why I was interested in, you know, that wrestle, because I live there as well. It's exactly where I think everyone can relate to that yeah. feeling.
1: And I feel like something I maybe did better last year was there is elements of my home life that I wanted to improve as well like especially just trying to spend time like good time with Jill and Paige more and I definitely got better at that and I was like that's such a big quality improvement that I'm like even if I'm annoyed at everything else that like that was big it's a huge win yeah, yeah so I was like at least there's something there that I'm like mm-hmm. nailed that. Mm-hmm. I still want to get better obviously but I'm not there like going I'm being really not present with them anymore. Like the, this dissatisfaction yes. there isn't the same. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. brilliant. Very quickly just to reflect on my side of last year's conversation. So you had find your edge, yeah. I had go faster, right? So, and it <laughs> felt like the slowest year of my really? life. Really? We used to do a drill back in my previous sport and it was like um, a bit of an endurance drill. I would have a two minute spar with somebody and that person knows that, that that's all they're doing. So they're going to all out for two minutes. I have 10 rounds of a back-to-back. And after that person is finished, the next guy comes in, and then the next guy comes in. And like they're fresh and they have two minutes. I have a 10-minute thing. So I'm trying to pace myself and survive. The person's trying to kill me because they've got two minutes to kill me. And it's that's the whole point of the drill, right? Last year was that. I felt like I just went from one all-out two-minute scrap to the next, to the next, to the next. So it felt like I was working as hard as I could, and yet I was making no progress. There was some new obstacle in the way at every turn. So it felt like a, a year of every inch I had to fight for my life for, what I fought all year long. So in, in some ways I'm like, I know I put in a shift last year. I, I do this thing uh, at Christmas. I think I talked about it last year. We write down the goals, we write down the whole thing. We put it in an envelope and put it in a drawer and then reopen it, did it on Christmas day, reopened from last year. And some of the goals were hit, some of them were not. I was like, oh, okay. I'm actually pretty satisfied with the progress. Um, And lots more things happened that weren't on the list. Mm -hmm. Right? But what was most interesting was not that list. I kind of didn't care what was I could hear the old version of myself in the goals I could hear myself writing them down and the thought process. And it just looked like such small thinking. I was like, oh my God, that's who I was. That's so funny A year say ago.
1: Remember we did that on uh, the whole Standard Summit with Logan? Yes. And we sent the letter and we wrote a letter, gave it to Logan, who lives in LA. And then he just randomly delivered it to us one day.
0: Like a few months later, yeah, you it get like it back. Eight yeah.
1: months later, he sent it to us, and that's what I said to Jill. Whenever I opened the letter, I was like, "That shit." Yeah, I hated opening that letter because I was like, "I've done all of that, everything I'd put in that note to myself, the attitude I wanted, the way I wanted to be." I was like, "I did that within like two weeks," and it's just so far. Yeah, it was, beyond and,
0: that, and I was like, "So that small thinking was the signal to me that I've come a long way." Yeah. I'm like, because if that feels like. Minuscule. My big thinking right now. Yeah. If that feels amazing. small next year, that would be amazing. Wow. Do you know what I'm saying. So, um, it was a really cool exercise just to hear from a past version of myself who has who I've left behind in some way. Do you know what I'm saying. So, that's. I think that that's overall. It's a good indicator that lots of has happened, but I have changed, and kind of that's the ball game, right? Yeah, deadly. um. So, Elaine, tell me about as you go into 2024. Have you got anything? I know your brain hasn't worked since no. <laughs> <2023. laughs> <So> mid December. <laughs> you didn't do any thinking. But did you not do any thinking, or did you manage to not bother thinking? No about the big life, or I did don't. you?
2: I So I have a terrible habit. In work, I have systems. In coaching, I have systems. I write things down. If I don't write things down, they don't happen. But I have this awful aversion to life where I won't write it down, where I'll pretend it doesn't exist. So me putting my life onto a page, or a piece of paper, or typing it up, or whatever, really scares me um and i've like i'm 35 and only oh i said oh my it god. oh my god i said my real age i'm actually 34 i'm not 35 till next week lads i'm 30 i forgot 30. that i've been lying about my age um but i've been resisting things for like i'm only building my house now and but it that was all some of that i won't say it was commitment because i'm married uh you know spoiler alert but uh it was spoiler. kind of <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, this resisting. I am just resisting growing up. I've been resisting being a grown-up for years. And then I went through a big career change and a big life change. And I'm like, I don't need to go. I'm just going to keep going and keep going and keep... And I just keep going and doing. But the thought of writing... Putting something down on a piece of paper it just really scares me. And I do it every year. I set goals in 2023. And I looked back at them last week and I was like, well, that shit. As you were saying, that was small thinking. That wasn't big mm-hmm. thinking. That was so small. I did all of those things within two months. And that was because... I set myself up for success in what I wrote down on the piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I can't write something down here that I'm not actually going to do. And then be disappointed with myself. So I had to keep it like small. Whether it's this year already, I'm like, I'm not thinking big. Right? Bear with me. What I'm thinking of is incremental changes. So I've, I've got seven categories. Uh, I'll share some of them. Training, nutrition, uh, time spent outside, coaching and work. other categories as well and every week i'm gonna check in with those and it's not what have i it's it's what action have i taken towards improving those seven areas of my life um and it's just small small changes make big things happen but I need to write it down because I just totally avoid that area of, of life.
0: That's interesting. So it freaks you out a little bit.
2: Oh, it freaks me out. Like over Christmas, I did an action plan for Delir, for uh, mm-hmm. for marketing plan for the gym for next year and for my coaching and for staff, etc. And then it was like, are you going to do one for yourself? And I was like, no, I'm not. Why would I do that? Mm-hmm. Because I just have this aversion to. So
0: do you have a, a sort of sense of of who you'd like to be in 12 months?
2: I do so you do it have scares. that in your head <laughs> yeah. like
0: and is it clear or fuzzy do you think
2: oh very fuzzy everything fuzzy. with me at the yeah. minute is very very fuzzy so I, so I need to write it down
0: so they're writing it down oh. you think will clarify yeah 100 yeah because i have the same i kind of have a fuzzy view yeah but i'm fine with that because i don't want it to be so defined i want to have some freedom to go in a direction yeah. and say i end up where i end up you know mm. um but i do think that most people have that sense of there's somewhere i want to be or someone i want to be in a certain amount of time and i want to trend in that direction so so with the writing down so with the it's actions you're looking for
2: yeah i need to and and personal actions i'm very um yeah i can be very passive in relationships in life in like people asking me questions i'm like yeah there's a house yeah there's yeah, yeah 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 stop asking me questions so yeah i need to just get comfortable this is the other thing that i've written down as a for this year i need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and that uncomfortableness is literally a mirror to me like i need to look at myself and uh yeah really set myself up so
0: you're going to turn into all the problems not away from them this that's year that's
2: what i need to do yeah i yeah. try because I, I, I busy myself at work i busy myself what mm-hmm. i'm busy i'm busy i'm busy and i'm i need to make time for those things um but they're all very personal things <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 okay. Well, I, and I think a lot of people will connect with that whole whole thing of um, it is it is difficult to, to commit yourself to yeah. something that is not you're not certain about whether no. you'll get it or not. Um, I think some people love to do that. They like to do like the big, big, big vision thing. And they're yeah. like, sure, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't, at least I'm going that direction. Yeah. But then there's the other side of the coin where a lot of people are like, I, d- I don't want to fail at it. Yeah. And I think the fear of failure then keeps us thinking small. I think that is the, exactly the thing yeah. um i know for me um as i s- mentioned earlier i touched on it carving out time for my health and fitness is going to be a part of a theme for this year for me um i would like to be can i say that makes me
1: happy I, l- I like when you're healthier
0: <laughs> yeah me too um <laughs> i probably had the best year of training i've had in a decade last year and it was still terrible really? yeah really um, and why it, why it happens, like I was so determined to train over Christmas and then to start this year, I'm like, it's gonna be a priority for me. And then immediately, like myself and yourself, Elaine sits down, look at the schedule, say what needs to happen. And for three days, I'm like, oh, I ain't getting a class in there. Yeah. So that's just how it happened. So now I have to confront the reality of, well, what, what do I actually stop doing to make this happen? And then I have to decide to be a more patient person. I have to say things are going to happen slower in other areas for this thing to, ach- to be achieved i'm not confident that i'll achieve that this year so it's one of those ones where i'm saying i'm saying it out loud now i'm trying to talk myself into it because i do need to move in that direction um, so that might sound non-committal I'm definitely not going to do it this year that's what i hear myself saying in my head but at the same time there, like there's no nothing more important than your health so so i'm slowly slowly moving myself piece by piece in that direction so that's one thing the other thing then is to become more effective if i talking about last year about being slower or sorry being faster this year is effectiveness because i do have a full schedule and my question is can i have more effect more impact in each of those 30 minute 60 minute slots that i'm going into um so it's gonna be a year of trying to be more efficient. So if I'm gonna do something, I do it really well and it takes less time because I need to find more time for more things. Yeah, and the only way to do it is that. So that's my big thing for the year. I've got lots of, I, I wrote down goals. I did all sorts of specific things as well, but that's my big thing. Um, so do you think then um, as people sit down to do their own goals or their own like, um, like what are we gonna try and achieve this year? Have you any strategies, any tools, anything that is like, this is how I do it? How, do you know how you arrive at yours, James? We any? um,
1: we haven't done it this year yet. Actually, we did it at the end of 2022 for 2023, where we and Jill sat down very similar to you and Dorina and we had like a little mini whiteboard each, and we wrote down, we had, I think we had six or seven categories, things we wanted, like specific goals within them. But then on a piece of paper then as well, we wrote down like, Bigger, broader picture. Where do we want to be at the end of next year? Where do we want to be at the end of three years? And where do we want to be at the end of 10 years? Like, what type of house? What type of car? Like, all that type of nonsense. Uh, do we want to be married? Do we want to have two kids, 10 kids, one kid? All like big picture stuff. All of that. And I looked back on that this year. So I had my end of 2023, how I wanted life to be. But I looked forward to how I want it to be at the end of 2020 five as well so i wrote that at the end of 2022 a year is gone i have another year and another year before that three-year block and i was like oh where am i leading towards on that stuff and that did give me a little bit of satisfaction because i'm like if i do that again but better and that again plus a little bit better like the compounding effect of the three years i might be there interesting yeah yeah
0: so it's, it's just that long-term thing as yeah. well
1: And no, that idea i'm one of the things I want to be less of this year is probably patient. I'm, I've probably been very patient for most of my life. It's something my mum, one of the things my mum gave to me that she always compliments me on. She's like, you're very patient, like me. I'm like, oh yeah. And I, I always thought it was a virtue, but I think to the point where sometimes it wasn't. So this year I'm going to try do things, not necessarily quicker, but...
0: Push, push them a bit yeah, more actively, proactively. Yeah, just a bit
1: proactive let's call it that that's a nice <laughs> one so going in that kind of direction and thinking bigger picture with that stuff not necessarily or what i want at the end of this year but like in 10 years time where do i want to be what i want to mm-hmm. be doing who do i want to be who do i want to be with and like working towards that and it's that general direction thing that you said again it's like let's go that way mm-hmm. and then maybe we deviate to the left maybe yeah. to the right
0: like I've, I've used that for the business in the past where we say what's the 10 year goal what's the three-year goal that where would I need to be in three years if I was going to leap to the 10. So I'd need to be somewhere specific and you, it's, it's remarkably intuitively easy to figure out where you need to be in three to get to the 10. It's odd. And then, and then that brings me back to the end of the year where I need to be and then you can do quarterly targets. I did that for a few years and it was surprisingly effective of how, like how much it drove things forward. I then dropped it because it became less effective, become more blunt for me. Um, but I've seen it, I've, I've used it as become really, really good to have that big long-term thinking. I don't have that at the moment, for instance. Um, and that is one of the goals I wrote down for the envelope for next year, that I remember, is I think, um, I think small, specifically, I think big, really vaguely and i think need to start thinking big more specifically that was one of my goals for this year so i have to get some more, more specific things on my big thinking yeah so that's that's an, it was an interesting little realization this year um so yours is so your tool as they to go and it's like where would you jump f- f- forward a couple of yeah, years and almost like a
1: big hairy audacious goal yes get the bag what's the 10-year thing yeah i love the bags. yeah
0: yeah okay elaine have you got any tools so I'm
2: this year i had a, we had a different approach where we focused specifically on the on just the year and then tried to get them down into these different categories so name different categories or areas of your life that um mm-hmm. that's important to you but then i did uh remember we did this in coach prep a few weeks ago the why so it wasn't just the action that needed to be taken it was like well why well why do you want for example, to spend more time outside. And then it was like, well, why is that important to you? Okay, well, why is that actually important to you? And it came to, then one of my other headlines was, spend time by yourself, because I'm never by myself. I'm always filling my time with, like... uh, people what who can i help next what can i do where can i go i have 10 minutes i'll drop into laura like i'm just always doing 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 so this is this i realized was part of my problem um so yeah not just the action but the why so why is nutrition important to me why is da-da-da-da-da? and yeah drilling it down i went down five levels on i cried right? but yeah. uh yeah it was good fun <laughs> <laughs> so for me it is uh i'm thinking more small this year to get more specific, yeah, okay, uh, I can't think further further than that. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, uh, I'll add one more in uh, that you could try, which is I post on my social media today, it's a stop, start, continue list. So um, this is something, a, a great framework, Stephen Walsh, one of our members, helped me with wh- with one of our uh, strategic business decisions he sat down with me, he's like, so what do you need to start doing that you're not doing right now to move this forward? What do you need to stop doing right now that you're doing? and what are you doing right now that you can need to continue? And such a simple little framework that clarified so much for me. And then um, our friend Logan gave me a slightly different version of it, which was the stop, start, new results version of it, which I thought was amazing. Um, he added a few layers to it as well in terms of some other tools he plugged into it, which really dialed up the, the uh, power of it. But basics, basically the same framework, but what do you need to stop doing And what will that leave room for you to start doing? And the new results is, well, what would be the amazing, like out of this world, new results that you would love to get, that this might make happen? So you start getting yourself excited and motivated. You're like, oh, imagine this happened, and imagine that happened. Wouldn't that be fucking amazing? And then it kind of adds fuel to why you might stop the one thing to start doing the other thing. So this, so, both versions I found really useful so that might be a way to look at as the year goes as I go into the year um what do I want to do and Jesus, what am I doing right now that I need to fucking stop and that's the hard one because you're doing it for a reason and and stopping it it takes effort it takes sacrifice you need to say no to somebody or you need to stop doing something you really like doing but it's in the greater scheme of things it's worth it so that would be the tool i'd recommend if anyone has goals themes that you'd like to talk to your coach talk to the coach get them in on it they can like be that second layer of accountability or second layer of someone asking you how's that going for you it can be all the difference that's why we have a coach right
2: i love when members come up and tell me their um goals or something they're working on at the minute in whether it's in any of the aspects of life, any of the pillars in life. Uh, it just gives us an extra uh, point to either push them on or follow in or check in. Um, and it just helps us get to know you and push you and just helps w- push you towards your achieving your goals. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we're here for.
0: Yeah. Ep- epic. OK, right. That's 2024 all wrapped up and sorted. So <laughs> let's 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 shift to recommendations. It was Christmas. We had some downtime. I'm sure you watched, listened, read something that you can other people can enjoy james what have you got
1: so i have um some silly action stuff i watched a good few movies over christmas one of them that i really enjoyed that I, i'm a, I don't know, i'm a little bit embarrassed to say it as well was king arthur the movie because it's i think it's a, was it was a guy Ritchie directed it but it's one of those like heavy action hero movies and there's slow-mos of people getting punched and all that type of <laughs> And, like, it makes me a little bit cringy. But we sat down and watched it one Thursday or Friday night over Christmas and we fucking loved it. it we don't finish very many movies in one go. We end up getting, like, halfway in and I'm like, there's a little lull here. Like, let's go to bed or let's watch fucking rugby or something else. I'd always defer to something else. Whereas we watched this the whole way through. This is
0: Kamala... Is yeah. it the whole story kind of Kamala? Yeah, yeah. But, um, sort of, sort of punching,
1: dramatised, <laughs> very d- dramatising a dramatised story <laughs> for movies. Um, then we also watched the series. Like it's only a season and a half in, but w- we're fully up to date with it, which is very unlike us. Unlike you, Reacher on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, it's based on the Lee Child books, and growing up, me and my dad used to always read the Lee Child books together like whenever they came out we'd go to Easton's together oh that's cool but yeah it was a little thing we had and then whenever I moved away every Christmas we'd swap a present and it was the same fucking Lee Child book wrapped up nice it was a little thing that we did all the time it was just cool so whenever I seen that was on Prime and we had downtime over Christmas and we were sick I was like do you want to watch this and you know we fucking again corny action like just a large human hitting other humans and people are dying and there's mystery Uh, I think
0: I've read every Reacher book yeah like, the like 20 something books they're now. all the same they're all the same yeah big guy but I still read crimes. all of them yeah 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 so they're I amazing.
1: really enjoyed that series so okay, there's, a, there's what I recommend if you need a bit of bubblegum TV
0: very good what type of TV? Uh, Elaine? bubblegum TV bubblegum
2: yeah, I thought you said bogan sorry <laughs> yeah, never mind that australian flying <laughs> uh, did guys, you live in australia yeah. i did live in australia <laughs> all right. interesting um guys i destroyed my christmas because i watched grey's anatomy non-stop oh no. yeah non-stop but oh my god i got to the good stuff right destroyed so season six there's see good stuff. there's good i got to the to the to and the no meat oh well then i can't talk at all <laughs> but i got to the good stuff there's an epic episode in season six and it's just, I just cried. I just absolutely cried nonstop. As I told you, I'm not good with emotions. But I'm...
0: When I hear the female people in my life talking about Grey's Anatomy, yeah. I think, this thing must be the best thing ever. The passion, yeah. the connection yeah. to the characters.
2: The, it was. And because I was going to recommend, right, for everyone to go and watch this uh, this double episode. Because it's about a shooting in the hospital. So it's like covering big topics. And I was like, everyone be re- like, could relate to it and no amy was like no sure they don't know the people or they're not going to be interested in so yeah. anyhow it's the best episode ever and yeah that's all i did all okay so we need i, to, all so the I need to Potters. destroy my whole life yes. to get to that oh season my six God. like i'm now on season seven actually and yeah like,
0: and the the crazy thing is how many episodes in yeah, there is in a season twen-
2: there's like 22 episodes in some of the oh seasons i'm God. so embarrassed but mark is all in on it as well he's loving it he's you know and i'm googling like that's as they're as they're talking about you know like I think I'm a doctor now. I'm actually thinking of becoming a surgeon. Yeah, I'm googling cardiomyopathy and you know the, the <laughs> fistulas and like I know what it all means. I'm like Mark, it's another fistula. There's another fistula. They're gonna die. Yeah, so it's great crack. Um, so I really don't have anything to recommend apart from, apart from ruin your life. Ruin your grace life by watching okay. Grey's Anatomy. I was gonna recommend the one book that I did start. where are you watching like, it on Disney? Right. Okay. Go ruin your life, guys. So the book? The book, yeah. So every every year I read moving Atomic Habits, swiftly I'm moving swiftly on, uh, James Clear, Atomic yeah. Habits. I know everyone's heard of it by now, um, but I love, it's one of those books you can pick up and put down and dip in and out of it. And part of reframing my thinking for 2024 mm. was just to read, in, uh, read into it again. But small habits make a big difference, and I just needed to be reminded of that again. So if you haven't, like, he does an amazing newsletter, uh, is it weekly?
0: Three, two, one.
2: Yeah, um, and it's yeah. There's just so much valuable content content in the book, uh, but also subscribe to him online, and it's yes, just little such a nuggets. Smart guy. So smart. He yeah. just explains things so simply and clearly. Uh, his clarity is what I really like, and it helps me with my yeah. Game.
0: And I think he knows how to relate to actual people and what's going on in their head so well. Yeah, yeah, I find his stuff really useful. Like, I, I will read, you know, the, all those quotes you read, and you go, oh, that's a nice quote, and I, like, just discard all quotes yeah. of all for all time. And then his always make me stop, and I've actually changed my mind on things having read a fucking sentence. So I think he has that power. He's got a superpower that way. Okay, deadly. Um, it's just me then, is it? Um, okay, two things. TV show, TV series on Apple. It's called Slow Horses. Um... It is amazing. There's only like six episodes in a season. Um, it's a spy thing. It's uh, like, it's Gary Oldman, like maybe my favorite actor. He, he plays the spy master in the books I'm always recommending as well, The Thinker Taylor. But then he's a completely different type of spy master in this. He's a complete slob, alcoholic, He's he's obnoxious. Uh, so there's there's kind of a, there's a real fun way of doing the spy thing. They're all shit spies. They've all been banished to this one uh, like unit, and everyone's like, oh, they're just shit. They're not even allowed in the main spy building. Like, they're the shit people, and it's kind of based on that. And they end up, you know, in cases where they're you know trying to hobble together. So really good acted, really well written. I would recommend Uh, the other thing is I found an old movie 2001 Um, it is old now yeah and it feels old when you're watching it like yeah a little bit you know a little bit you're like oh this is from an old style of movie it's called Conspiracy and something that passed me by at the time but it was do you know what it reminded me of that movie 12 Angry Men which is like 12 people in a room a jury movie that's a real old black and white one It's fucking amazing it feels like a play it doesn't feel like a movie it's real just characters and how they're interacting and how they're conversing and you're just basically in the room with them for the full hour and a half and this felt like that but it was much darker it was the nazis in a room talking about the final solution it was like it's a real historical movie where they're actually making those decisions heavy heavy stuff but uh, Kenneth Branagh is another amazing actor, and yeah, fucking deadly. I really enjoyed it. If you're into, you know, the history yeah. stuff, what's
1: it called conspiracy? Conspiracy.
0: Yeah, you'll find it somewhere for free for sure.
1: I was going to say, where's that on? Just
0: do you know where where I have it on? Um, now TV, that app. Oh, right, yeah. Because it's a, it's a HBO movie. Oh. I think yeah yeah. On Prime, because There you go everything's on Prime these days eh? Everything is they're taking Prime over me. did you see I got an uh, an email this morning saying hey just let you know there's a change to Prime they're gonna put ads mm-hmm. ads yeah. on each thing those scumbags okay so let's move on to our last new segment hey so we've got a would you rather segment brand new James brought it to the table yeah we said we're, we're gonna, gonna work do time. <laughs> here we're only gonna we said we're gonna do two I only have one written down so maybe you
1: yeah, let's do one this week, and we'll get some feedback off the listeners and okay. see if this is worth keeping or not.
0: Okay. So I don't know how – you know the way we do, like, over 800, eight, you get one answer? Yeah. So maybe there's an A or B here.
1: Yeah, well, there's just a, a main thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Maybe <laughs> – so okay. So if you
1: say it, I'll answer, and you'll understand.
0: This is simpler than I'm making, it. <laughs> 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 okay, James, would you rather max cows in 30 minutes on the assault bike – max burpees in 20 minutes burpees that
1: was simple burpees burpees i've done both of these um and it's the it's just the time element honestly um because physically i found the assault bike a little bit easier because you just have to slow down to a point that you can keep moving for that thing on 30 minutes um, and I don't like doing the go fast, go slow, go fast, go slow. So I find just that long uncomfortable pace and almost stay there the whole time. I think I just stayed at like a 62 RPM on the bike the whole time for 30 minutes, which was killer for me. But on the, whenever you get 20 minutes in, you're like, oh, I still have half of what I've already done to go again. And it's just that extra, thir- like the 60 minute emo. Extra 10 minutes there is killer. Whereas on the burpees, like the 20 minutes is also very long well it is only 20 minutes and haven't done both of them. I'm like that's the one I'd want to do again. Okay. Yeah, okay.
2: I didn't register the time difference to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking hate the assault bike. Oh, wow. So let's say it was 30 minutes of burpees, 30 minutes of well, theater they th- burpees would be horrendous wouldn't it uh yeah burpees because the assault bike I just lose power and I lose my mental my mind can go so many other places on an assault bike whereas with the burpees it's just focus on hands feet feet hands feet, hands feet feet hands and just keep cycling 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 and I pick a cadence and target I'd, I'd get that one I'd be able to maintain that one Better than the assault bike, where I'd just be like, Elaine, you're done. Get off. Get off. <laughs> Elaine, you're done. This is what goes on in my head. Go on. Get off. <laughs> go, on, go on. Just get off. Go on. No one will notice. Go on. Get <laughs> off, oh Elaine. You lazy lump. <laughs> lump. <Get off>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I going to say, it so nice. No, it's like. Yeah, like like really sweet. <laughs> no, but me. No, <laughs> 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 oh, amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah for me it's a saddle thing the oh, awesome. saddle on the assault bike might be the worst design product i have ever fucking used it you cannot sit on that comfortably so i was thinking about i'm gonna rest at some point where do i rest at least in the burpees i can just walk around i can just fall on the ground but on the bike i think i would be so hard on myself if i got off the bike yeah. Because once you get off, you know that you can get off as often as you like and all that. So you have to stay on the bike. I couldn't fucking deal with that saddle for for, for 20 minutes. For 10 minutes? I hate that thing. I hate. It's not even the thing. It's the saddle. So give me the burpees. Even though they hurt me, I'll do them. I'll do whatever I can do for the 20 minutes. Okay, that's our new segment. I'd love to hear what you think. Um, is that us today? We talked a lot. Okay, hopefully our machines are fixed we <music>